Welcome to the High Frequency Females podcast. I'm Tiana Walker and I want to thank you for tuning in and as always thank you for taking the time for yourself. If you're here on this journey with us it's because you want to raise your vibration and live the life you want and the life that you deserve. With that in mind it means we all need to heal face our shadow selves and educate ourselves so we can become the people we've always wanted to be. This podcast is a collaboration of inspiring and empowering women and human beings who will help us along in our journey. I'm not going to pretend I'm perfect because I'm on this journey with you and I'm going to keep it real as I know I'll screw things up along the way with you. And hey, we're all human, right? Well, I guess we're all spiritual beings having a human experience, but hey, that's woo-woo for you. This space is completely free of judgment and is full of acceptance and healing. So take what you need, leave what you don't, and enjoy the High Frequency Females podcast. I'm really excited to have my guest on today. She is a fucking amazing human being with such a kind heart who goes above and beyond for the people she loves and cares for most. But don't get me wrong, she's one tough bitch. (laughs) Her name is Amanda McCaw. Amanda is the true definition of an entrepreneur, founder of a leading brown brow business in North Queensland, founder and owner of Ministry of Makeup and Hair, as well as her million side hustles, which light up her world. But nothing compares close to the biggest accomplishment, which is her two beautiful daughters. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me, Tiana. That was a, that was quite an introduction. You brought tears to my I was actually writing it last night. And I was like getting a little bit emotional because you are truly an incredible human being and I feel that anyone that knows you or is in your presence knows how much greatness and value you add to people's lives. That's through beauty. It's through even at ID Blinds where we work day to day, you just bring so much light and joy into people's lives, more than you probably even realise. So your presence is very valued to me in my life. <laughs> I love working with you, Tiana. You oh, know that I think you're an absolute superstar. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So if Amanda has the cough, she's a bit unwell today. So <laughs> Still a miserable bitch. Nah. <laughs> not sure if it's COVID or not, but we'll get through. So, you know, explain where your life began in the beauty industry like where what inspired you to get into that sort of field um it's funny you know like I had a pretty tough childhood my dad was a jockey and you know we traveled around a lot um there was no beauty involved in any of that there was just a lot of hard work and a lot of dirt um when I left school I got a job in a law firm of all things, which yeah. <laughs> was crazy at the time, not right up my speed. And then I got offered a hairdressing apprenticeship. Yeah. So when I was 16, mm-hmm. 17, I started hairdressing, but I didn't last very long because um, I don't know how to deal with authority or mm-hmm. I didn't then, <laughs> I didn't respect it. Yeah. Um, and I got fired actually. <laughs> You just need to get fired once in your life to bring you back down to earth sometimes, yep. don't you? <laughs> I got fired for being uh, insubordinate, naughty, um, coming to work, you know, with hickeys on my neck and just being yeah. a total wreck. 
Um, so, and then I went back to corporate for a while. So the real beauty for me started when I started working for Ross Stokes here in Cairns at Talking Heads. Yeah. Started as his um, receptionist and then I did a makeup course and a nail course and yeah, yeah it just it goes back, oh gosh, 30 years. Yeah. Mm. And so you've probably dealt with a like, huge array of like customers and different types of women. Um, I, I have to ask you, is there a common theme that you found with women, like with their insecurities? What would they worry about most? Um, I think how others perceive them, which, yeah. you know, we're all guilty of worrying about what other people think. Mm-hmm. But I think what everyone forgets is everyone else is so worried about what other people think. They're really not giving you much time of day. You yeah. think they are, but they're really not. Unless it it affects them directly, you're just a blip on the radar. And yeah. once you realise that, you soon let go of other people's opinions and judgments because they're not valid. Yeah, and I don't think they're valid. Yeah, and even like one sentence that they say is negative about it, half the time they don't even remember even saying something negative at no. all. They're just spouting off at the mouth and usually when people say um, negative or ugly things in my experience is because they feel ugly at the moment or people are being ugly to them. You know, they can't see their own value or they don't back themselves enough. I've always said, if you don't back yourself, why should anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And so being that you've got two beautiful daughters, that they're absolutely stunning. I ran into one out the front of your home today and every time I see her, I'm just like, fuck, she's beautiful. <laughs> that, Alex is um, is a true empath. She's beautiful on the inside. She's, um, she's very gentle. She's my yeah. gentle soul, whereas Stephanie's more like me. She's out there and you've met her. Yeah. She, you know, she works for Charles Parsons and... She's a bit of a go-getter, but again, you know, growing up with me as their mother, I didn't have a lot of time for them. I was mm-hmm. so busy caring for other people that sometimes I forgot who I had in my own backyard. Yeah. 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 And I can admit that now, Yeah, but I didn't want to admit it um, then. Yeah. I'll be honest, I thought we were doing the right thing. Um, you know, just Stephen and I were working really hard and... Yeah. They had their nonna, like Stephen's yeah. mum's amazing. She raised our children. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's hard because you want to create, is it like generational wealth as well and build something for them, but it sort of takes away a little bit as well. It does. And they didn't really want, you know, you see it a lot. Not everyone, um, not every child wants what their parents build. Like, yeah. you know, some people are really lucky. Their children are happy to take over their businesses. Mine weren't. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I sold my iconic business and, you know, we moved away for a while to try something new. Yeah. So was it hard when, you know, you are in that beauty industry and dealing with everything that's perfection and beauty and that sort of stuff while trying to raise two beautiful daughters without them developing insecurities and, you know, having others have opinions about how they should look and be because of who you are in the community? I think um, the girls felt that pressure. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, or fortunately for them, because of the name that I was making for myself, they were judged by my actions, reactions, um, you know, just the way we look and the way we act. They were always being judged. Yeah. 
And was that hard for them, like mentally as well for you and, and them? I didn't know it at the time because, you know, you're so caught up in yeah. being busy. Like mm-hmm. Steve and I were just so busy, Tiana. Yeah. And we probably – or I look back now and I have regrets yeah. um, about the way I handled things with the girls. But I think everyone does. You know, we were just trying to make a better life for them and, yeah. you know, that requires a lot of energy, a lot of time – and, you know, my mother-in-law made it easy for me. She had our kids. Yeah. Like, she always had our back. She always had our kids. Yeah. And if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't be where we are now. Yeah. And that's a fact. Yeah. So, what would be your biggest advice for women, you know, with, you know, their eyebrows, for example? What's the best advice for people that are struggling with their eyebrows? Oh, look, just stop picking at them. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, leave them the hell alone. Don't. You know, I see a lot of these aggressive brows at mm-hmm. the moment. I don't get it. I've yeah. never found harsh beauty attractive mm-hmm. or obvious beauty attractive. I feel like um, everybody has something. It's never obvious. Yes. But with eyebrows in particular, I've always liked probably a more natural brow. Like, you know, my girlfriend Lou and I laugh about our thin eyebrows from 10 years ago. We, we we kind of say we're so happy social media yeah. wasn't so prolific because there's a lot of photos there we don't want coming out because we look so much older. I used to have white eyeshadow with black eyeliner. Like, what the hell? And iridescent under the brows. So yeah. all it really did was make your brows even skinnier and higher and more like a clown. Yeah. You know, so I like a soft natural brow, as you know. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Um, I feel like beauty's gotten a little bit harsh, but I feel like we're going back now to that more natural, even Kimmy K. Yeah. Kimmy K has softened her whole look. She's looking a whole heap better. Definitely, definitely. And even um, just celebrating people's, you know, natural beauty. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you get up me all the time. Well, not get up me, but you tell me all the secrets of what I should be doing, like getting peels and... Look, I've always, you know, anyone who knows me, I've always said, look after your skin. You only get one. Yeah. And if you can just, you know, find the money, sacrifice a coffee or lunch, I don't really care what you sacrifice, but every six to eight weeks have a professional treatment. Now, whether that's um, a treatment that is active and relaxing or whether it is just results driven at you know any of the laser clinics that are located around town do something and they have amazing deals too because like sometimes you get those half price deals so you can get like a peel and a yellow led light for like 60 bucks well as you know (laughs) huge fan of the yellow led like we do or my girlfriend and i do yellow led before all our functions so i can be sick like i am now my skin can be a bit tired just from being ill. Yeah. Go and have a yellow LED, you know, use all my ticks and tricks from being a makeup artist and brow artist and look like a million bucks. Yeah. As you saw at Tokenite. Yeah. Because, know? like, you walked in one day, I think it was, and I was like, holy shit, your skin. It's like your skin. <laughs> like, from, like, one day ago, you're just like, holy shit, your skin. Yeah. Like, it makes a huge difference. It, just tighten pores and dead skin removed and... Yeah, just... Yeah. You know, like I like the ageless peels. I like um, I like results driven um, treatments, but I also like um, treatments that 
that soothe the soul as well. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. make you feel nice about yourself, not just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. So with like people getting married and, you know, it's going to be a huge boom again because, you know, restrictions are easing all through Australia and internationally as well. When someone is planning their wedding, what is the right stages of, you know, your trial and, you know, how far out do you book all this the minute you know you're getting married, get a plan with your beauty therapist. Just yeah. start the plan. You, you know, it's like, you know, that little saying we have, you can roll the turd and glitter, but it's still a turd with yes. glitter on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a horrible thing to say, but the minute you know you're getting married, start looking after your skin, start drinking water. It's not even about weight loss. It's about making sure you present the best skin possible Makeup only does so much and the more you pile on, the more it ages you. So if you can go into your wedding Mm -hmm. with fresh, beautiful skin, you know, you only need minimal makeup. You can still have a, you know, like a soft glam eye and a great lip, but makeup doesn't hide tired, sallow skin. It'll show up eventually. Yeah. And so do you suggest, um, you know, beauty therapists do that? Yes. And then how soon should you have your makeup trial? Um, I always say don't do it too soon because you change your mind a lot. Do you know what I mean? Get your skin optimum. Or if you're if you're um, not so great with skin and not so great with makeup, engage someone straight away because we all give away tips and tricks for free. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, this is what I think you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Even if you just meet up for a little chat and yeah. I say to you, Tiana, I'm telling you now, you need to start your yellow LEDs, you need to start your ageless peel, there's going to be a shedding process in that. Yeah. And I don't even do beauty therapy. Yeah. But I've had a lot of beauty therapy done. Yeah. But then you know what gets the best results to make your work mm. a lot easier. Mm. And, che- and you know, like just consistent skincare is another one. It doesn't have to be expensive. But um, a new friend of my youngest daughter, Alex, uh, Stacy, Irish Stacy, she's yeah. on her way back to Dublin, unfortunately. What she knows about retinol and vitamin A just blows my mind because I don't, that just goes straight over my head. Mm-hmm. So I trust the people that I visit to tell me what I need. But I'm a big fan of Skin Institute. It's yeah. a basic range, three products for, you know, under $99. There's no excuse. Yeah. To but not when you be get those products, you don't need to use as much. I find if I'm buying like a very cheap product, I'm using twice the amount of moisturizer because I feel like it's not working because it's not working. So then, therefore, I end up spending more money because I'm buying more moisturizer because I'm going through it quicker. Exactly. And it's not giving you the results, it's yeah. not results driven. So. Yeah. Um, anyone who talks to me, like, as you know, I've been um, um, approached over my skin. It's like, what do you do for your skin? Yeah. I tell anyone who will listen, I'm not secretive about it. You know, this is what I do. This is what I've always done. And this is what I've always told the women in my life. Look after your skin. It'll thank you. Yeah. It'll thank you at 50 and 60. Yeah. And so what do you feel about cosmetic injections? Oh, I uh, love those. Because a lot of people have a lot of different opinions about injectables. <laughs> Amanda's husband's just popped in and <laughs> and he's like, "Great, I still can't be noisy." <laughs> Poor bugger. Um, look, I, as you know, I like PRP in particular. Yeah, I feel like um, doing that plate-rich plasma was introduced to me probably seven years ago by yeah. um, Nikki and Kerry at Base Today. They're amazing. 
um, incredibly knowledgeable women. Yeah. And they also share what they know. But I feel like PRP underpins everything that we do. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You have it done once every 18 months to two years mm-hmm. and it's it's just something that works. I mean, they use it on arthritis in your feet. So, so, so maybe just yeah. explain because I don't fully understand what they do. Do they so take your own blood or something? Yeah, yeah. so they, um, they take your blood and they put it through the centrifuge. Don't ask me the science because I never care about the science. Yeah. I just care about <laughs> the results. Um, they centrifuge it and basically that's put back into your skin. So yeah. there's um, various ways that that's done. It's done with derma rollers. It's done surface level. Um, I've always had it done with deep, like deep needling, which yeah. is uh, not the most comfortable thing to have okay. done. Do they numb it? Yes, they do. They have to. Or you just you'd be screaming. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, you um, do look like a domestic violence victim. So. Um, I, when I first started getting it done, Stephen was working away so I didn't have to explain what was going yeah. on. But the first time I had it done and he was home, he's like, wow, people are going to think I've been beating you up. <laughs> you know, because the fluid's going back into your skin so you got, you know, you got your a puffy eye and then seven days later you got bruises everywhere and then three months after that everyone's like, oh, my God, you look so fresh. Yes. <laughs> PRP. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen you after it and you, yeah, very fresh. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, like we go back to injectables and for me it's not about looking younger. Yeah. It's just about not looking like I'm working that hard. Do you know what I mean? We all work hard, Tiana. Yeah. yeah. But do we have to look like that we're killing ourselves? No. No. People aren't interested in how hard you work or how tired you are or how sick you are. They just want to look at you and go, oh, my God, you know, I know you work hard, but, God, you look good, girl. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Yeah. Look good, feel better. You know, like the Cancer Council have always said, if you can look good, you can feel better. No matter you do. how shit you feel. But it changes your mindset. As soon as, like, I know there's times if I look like shit and I'm like, I start to feel like shit. Yeah, you buy into it. Yeah. So you're buying into that shitty look in the mirror and, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, I'm sick and, oh, my God, have I got black eyes? And yeah. You just buy into that crap. But when I get my lips done and I'm looking like fucking fabulous, I'm like, Mighty fine. yes, <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> we're doing this for yeah. a little bit, but or, we're feeling good. Yeah, or you're driving here, you got your hair done and your windows down and you're just like dancing in your car on the way home. People fresh are like, air feels. fuck? <laughs> yeah. I but, love fresh air feels. But I guess it's like your lips and injectables, it's the same as getting your hair done. Yeah, it is. Really, it is. And people need to see it like that and stop having an opinion on how people live their lives. Exactly. Who gives a shit? Just do what makes you feel good. It's not about what other people think. It never has been. Yeah. But we buy into that rubbish. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not hard to feel good. Yeah. Find whatever it is that rings your bell and do it. Yeah. Don't worry about anyone else. Was there a point in your life where you just didn't give a fuck anymore? Was it? I've always been a little bit like that, but... (laughs) Um, I learnt what I had to learn from a young, from a like a teenager and into my early 20s was I had to learn Tatiana. Yeah. People don't want bald-faced truth. They never have. No. They want to buy into the story. They want to buy into the ass-licking lies. Mm-hmm. They, you know, because... Most I find ninety percent of the population don't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. They they really they'll do anything to avoid it. So I must. So admit, they're not like us. No, they're not <laughs> like us. 
look, we all do shitty things. We've all done shitty things. We've all done, you know, amazing things and great things. But, yeah, people don't like the truth. They never have. Mm -hmm. So I've learnt to code it with a bit of tact. Yeah. I learned to code it. Yeah. As I get older, hmm, tax falling by the wayside. Yeah. What you see is what you get. Well, you've seen me in yeah. action. I don't mean any harm and I don't mean any malice, but I'm just sick of flowering it up and putting potpourri all over it. It's like yeah. I just find it a, a waste of time. But then, you know, like I watch you and you are direct and you have tact and you still get that point across. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I've watched the way you deal with people and I, I've always admired that about you. Mm, and I, like I think when I grow up I want to be more like Tiana. <laughs> but the more I grow up the more I'm not like Tiana. <laughs> you just got to be true to yourself I yeah. guess. And my biggest frustration is when I do hear and see people talking about other people negatively. We don't like that No, do I don't like that. You don't like that. It's just not kind. No. And it's not welcomed and and it's if you don't like something or someone's annoying you, this is where I think um, like confrontation is required. It, obviously, you don't go in with malice or anger. I find if you go in angry, then you're going to say things you regret. But if you can pull someone aside, you don't need to belittle them in front of other people. hundred percent. But I don't like text messages or you know, that aversion type confrontation. It's like, you know what? Yeah. I really didn't like what you said mm-hmm. um, and I'd rather you didn't do it again. But if we can't agree, then we're going to agree to disagree and we'll just keep our distance because, you know, it takes a lot of energy to hate on people. It oh, really definitely. Does. And especially appearance yep. too. And there's one thing that I heard ages ago, don't, can't remember where, but it said that, you know, if the person can't change it in 60 seconds, don't say anything at all. And, you know, the other one is don't say it while they're wearing it or looking it or – do you know what I mean? Pick your moment. So it could be like something in their teeth. Yes, fix that. There's a a flyaway head. There's a tag hanging out. Fix it. That sort of stuff. But something that could potentially ruin their night or day. Or, you know, like that outfit is not doing you any favours. Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I understand where you're going with that and I get that you like those colours but – you need to rethink your shape if you do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So don't go in and, and you know, criticise people. Go in with a solution. Like, it's all very well to, you know, recognise the issue, but don't say anything if you can't offer anything constructive to help them feel better about themselves. Oh, 100%. Otherwise, you're just – it's tearing down. You're just a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, we like that word. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. Because, honestly, they – like – it doesn't serve a purpose just to put somebody down unless it's like is it are they trying to feel better about themselves in a way to, I think so yeah I think people who regularly belittle or erode other people's confidence this is not about them it's not about the person they're belittling it's about how they feel about themselves yeah, which it's a reflection it's all the way back to what I was saying before yeah people who do shitty things or make shitty remarks or you know, can't see joy in anything, they're just not happy, Tiana, and you've got to feel sorry for them. You really do. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I think that's what the point that I'm at is that when I see that behaviour, I don't see them so much as like, oh, she's a horrible person. I'm like, she's in pain. Yeah, like, she there's is something, in pain. There's something not right in that head to make them feel, but a lot of that is learnt behaviour. You learn it from your mum and it's like that, was it that roast lamb 
analogy <laughs> I was saying. It's like, you know, a man, he didn't realise why his partner was cutting the lamb, like, lamb roast down. And so they're like, oh, my mum did it. And then they're like, okay, well, let's ring your mum, ask her why. And she's like, well, I don't know. My mum used to do it. So they rang the grandmother and it, she's like, oh, we used to cut it down because it doesn't fit the Didn't in the oven. the oven. The ovens were too small. But, but now the ovens are huge. Yeah. But that's a learnt behaviour. Agreed. So, and, you know, I've seen it in other people where, like, I have met their mums and grandmas and stuff and I'm like, okay, that makes total sense why they feel that way because – of how they're treated and how the views of them have been passed on through generation and generation. And it's, yeah. I've just been lucky. I grew up with amazing, strong women yeah. that amazing empower each other. Life. <laughs> Correct. I've always been lucky in um, the friends that I've kept for years, the ones that I learnt to cut loose because they weren't healthy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, not everyone has to stay, Tiana. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You, you have – most people come together because they've got a like-minded object or goal yeah. or, you know, like-minded hobbies. But people move on and you don't have to keep everyone. And I've learnt to cut loose those who are toxic to me. Yeah. No harm, no foul. I just don't want you in my world anymore. And misery loves company. And, oh. and when you raise your vibration, you're going to attract those people. And the people that are no longer – longer aligning with your higher vibration they're not going to want to be around you and you're not going to be around them like I know there's people that now that I'm on this journey and I have a conversation it's exhausting just to pretend that you're fucking interested (laughs) I love them dearly but it's exhausting to go through that thought pattern of judgment and like I just don't have time no you really don't you're a very busy woman I I just want to like when I talk to someone I want to know your ideas your business what are you doing like how can we spark each other Yeah, yeah yeah So I know you and I tag each other and stuff all the time. So you should be doing this. You should be doing that. We should be doing this. Oh, God. I feel like we're just little scattergun gel babies. Do you know what I mean? Like we're – but there is. There's so much to be excited about. And, you know, as you know, I haven't been well. So I've found my spark a little bit dim. Mm -hmm. But – and I don't run as hard as I used to. I just don't have that type of energy anymore and I never thought it would happen to me. Yeah. I never thought I'd be like this. Yeah. But at the same time, like in, in a past episode that I've recorded is, um, you know, self-care and it's like the six different types of self-care and, you know, being what your body needs is also a self-care that you need to do. So maybe it's a time in your life that, you know, your focus is now on yourself and the things that light your world up and drop the things that no longer serve a purpose for you. And that, that's a true story. Yeah. That, that's something I have been doing since we returned to Cairns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like being away for five years um, changed us forever in good and bad ways. It was certainly um, certainly an eye-opening experience. But I think what I forgot about what Cairns offers us as a family is community. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd forgotten how important community is. Yeah. Because, you know, as community, as much as, you know, when you want to leave, you feel it's negative because you're in that mindset. When you come home sometimes, you don't realise the support network that you have. And the, and the people that approach you and you're like, oh, my God, I don't remember you at all, but you remember me and that blows yeah. my mind. Well, it's even like my friend who knows you and, you know, the positive impact you've had in her life and multiple people, you don't realise how fucking amazing you are. Mm. You really don't. She's rolling her eyes now. She's <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> I know that I've reached a lot of people, but um, 
I think you just forget. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's been because it's probably something that's so small to you of just part of you, but it's changed people's worlds. Mm. And I guess we all have to learn that, you know, the simplest of acts of happiness can change someone's life. Well, as you as you know, I've always believed in paying it forward. Some I've had amazing people help me through my life, you know, in various ways. And you can't always pay them back. But, you know, and I was telling uh, one of Alex's young friends the other day, you can't pay us back, but what you can do when you can is pay it forward. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like... You can never pay it back. Yeah. People don't want to be paid back. Yeah. But they do want you to be a good human being and if you get the opportunity to help someone or say something kind, like just say hello to people and smile. They look at you like you're a weirdo. Yeah. But I forgot to do that for a while. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I have my head down and that's just where I was. Now that I'm home, I'm back to, you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. smiling at people and saying hello and You know, like, if I notice something that I like that you have, it's like, oh, God, I like that. That's really cool. Where did you get that? Yeah. You know, just engaging people. It's even walking down the street and saying hello to someone can change someone's world. Yeah. Like, I was, you know, I believe in community service. Yes. um, But I believe that if you do community service, it must be something that you're keen on. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's a chore. So, you know, it can build you as a person mm-hmm. to do those type of things. Just to volunteer. Not everything has to be about getting paid. Oh, yeah. You know, you just – I've always like, find that yeah. that's empowering. It's even donating plasma. Like donating I know, of you, you yeah. donate plasma. See, if I do that, I just fall off dead. They won't take mine. I just like the snacks, the free <laughs> snacks. They've got chips, I sausage rolls, pies, juices, iced You're coffees. Naughty. I have two <laughs> – and while I'm sitting there, I have two iced coffees. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah. So what would be your biggest advice for women in this generation that's coming through or any women that are listening? What would you say would be your takeaway? Be kind. Be kind. You don't have to be mean. Do you know what I mean? Just because you're somebody has something that you don't have, that's their journey. Don't covet what other people have. Just love what you have. It may not be much at times, but find a way to just enjoy what you have at any given time and enjoy your children. Like Amazing. it's my biggest regret yeah. is not making enough time for our girls. Yeah. Well, that's what they say at the end of the life is being. But you still got a lot of life to live that you can. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a better, you know, I've got a better relationship with the girls now. Um, maybe because I was so strict back then, because yeah. I've always been a strict parent. Yeah. I don't tolerate any type of bullshit. Yeah. Um, but again, I probably didn't give them enough of my attention at the time. And again, that comes back to, you know, I felt like my mother-in-law, Rena, had it. She, had, she was all over it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I felt like I didn't need to do that because she did that for them. And they're better people because of her. Yeah. So, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah. And so where can our listeners find you? Uh, okay. ID Blinds and ID Living. I am <laughs> um, the customer service experience officer on the ID Blinds of Things. Um, and I do uh, sales support for... The gorgeous Kylie Henry. And just a little tidbit there. So I did Kylie's wedding. I did her two sisters' wedding makeups. I did her daughter Shani's wedding. You know what I mean? And now she's got 
that beautiful little granddaughter Aria come through, so I'll find a way to do something for yeah. Aria. <laughs> um, and then on the side, I've always had ministry on the side, which I started with my girlfriend Lou, and Alex is now stepping into that makeup role um, more and more, and I just manage that for her. Um, and my new joy, because I love being creative, but I needed to find something that was light, mm-hmm. not heavy, mm-hmm. um, is balloons. So yeah. you can find me at um, Balloon Flowers Cans. Yeah, and, and they're the most amazing balloons. They're like bouquets of bouquets flowers. of flowers. Yeah. So the girls at ID blinds get bouquets of flower balloons for their birthday whether they want them or not because they bring me joy and the boys get dogs and the boys get dogs (laughs) (laughs) well awesome thank you so much for coming in today i'll share all of your social tags and everything in the show notes so thank you well and thank you tiana like i said this girl is an absolute superstar and it's been a pleasure to talk to you this afternoon thank you Thank you.